0: Welcome everybody to Triggs Act Show. I am here with Brian, Dan, Eric. Our special guest tonight is Celia Warner, photographer, videographer, kind of a jack of all trades. I'm not sure if jack of all trades is used for a female, but I apologize. It could be something else. I just don't know. Jacqueline. Uh, Jacqueline. Jill of all trades. Let's roll with it. All right. Jill of all trades. Uh, Celia, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, Before we get started, how are you doing? You staying safe during this time? I'm doing pretty good. Um, You
1: know, I'm doing as well as everyone else who's uh, not used to being home all the time. Um, But I'm I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm trying to do a lot of different things online, including like brand recognition and helping other people do live streams uh, for their company, their whatever they need live streams for
0: awesome. All right, before we get into some questions, let me like to like go down the rabbit hole in the path of like how you got started in this field. What interested you? Was it like when you were younger? What are you in high school? So like start, start with that.
1: So in high school, uh, I wanted to be a YouTuber. This was the age of Jenna Marbles uh, and like Shane Dawson and that whole circle of people. And I was like, this is really cool. Um, I actually like made some videos that are no longer on YouTube, um, but uh, they they were very much like Grace Helbig. Let me do a, a quick little challenge. Let me do a, a funny little thing. And I was like, this would be awesome if I can do this as a job. So when I like looked for colleges, I was like, what can I do with video? Like I always had like pretty good grades, and but I didn't really have to study. So I was like, none of this is really like. Sticking as a thing and like video isn't something that's at every high school. So when I realized that you can do that with college, like I went for it and I was just like, all right, I'm going to do like a Bachelor of Science in TV and film production. And um, I did that for a while. Obviously, Um, I went to uh, Hofstra University and I interned for uh, Nick Jr. And um, Fox News Radio, which we do not talk of this because it gives me flashbacks of the last election. Um,
0: <laughs> we we so, are down the middle, Celia. We are right down the middle. We do yeah, not leave. Yes. One no,
1: way. no politics, but regardless, regardless of the what
0: <laughs> people might think, right down
1: the middle. Go on. Perfect. I'm glad to be with people that are down the middle.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and then Eat after him. after that, I worked with uh, uh, an MTV2 show um it was a travel drinking game show and uh then after that uh i was working on a show and they said hey the network pulled the plug and uh we're paying you through the middle i mean through the end of the week and then i had to figure out what i was doing after so i realized all the freelance i was doing was making more than the day-to-day job so i started freelancing full-time
0: wow how did how did you how did your parents react when you said you want to be a youtuber i'm just curious
1: my my mom like she uh she likes to make fun videos she has her own tiktok um like she she was like okay if you want to do something with video like cool because she was teaching teachers how to make like video content for their classrooms at that time i actually went with her and like taught the teachers how to edit on um like what is it movie maker like movie maker live (laughs) whatever it was at that time Um, so she was like, okay, you want to do something with video? Go for it. Like, I don't think they realized what I was going to do with that. But um, they probably thought I was just going to work for some TV network or something. Uh, But I, I mean, she was fine with it. My dad uh, was like, Oh, okay. But uh, once I started working and doing like sweet 16s, I did sweet 16s and weddings and stuff through college. And he saw that I paid off my loans before I left college. Uh, He was he was like yeah you're gonna do something i'm not worried like you're gonna you're gonna make money somehow
0: <laughs> uh, i could just say you've made me i don't know about the other three people here you've made us me feel extremely non-successful because <laughs> <laughs> i'm still paying credit cards from a lawnmower i bought <laughs> and, you're, and you're sitting here oh yeah i paid my student loans off it is what it is <laughs> so, but that must have been scary though like because When you realize freelancing was the way to go, it's kind of like being an artist in music and not signing with a label, you know, like not getting effed over and like owning your own shit. How scary was that to just say, I'm going to do this myself? Like, it's kind of an all or nothing thing, right?
1: Yeah, I would agree. It is a scary thing. Um, And I have urged some of my friends to try it. Um, but I know that there, it's a special kind of person that can actually do it hmm. because like I said, I was doing those sweet 16s and weddings and I was like, all right, I can always fall back on sweets and sweet 16s and weddings to make money. Um, but like I moved into the corporate space, which is where I actually made money. And like, this is like some of my gear behind me, like this wall of backpacks and other things is full of cameras and wiring. Um, but it, it's like like you said, signing, uh, not signing with a, a company and kind of just doing it. You don't have that reliable income. You don't have someone giving you health insurance. You don't have like this reliable, okay, I'm making a thousand dollars a week. It's, Hey, this week we made 500 bucks, but like next week we're making $10,000. <laughs> like right. it depends. Obviously it's not always that big. I would love for it to be that
2: big.
1: Um, pre or post
0: taxes. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got to get yourself an LLC or an S Corp and it helps with that. But um, uh, it's one of those things where you kind of have to have a personality where you're willing to go and talk to people and willing to say, hey, networking group, I do video, your business needs me. Um, or else you're going to just kind of be sitting home being like, I hope someone calls. I need yeah. money. <laughs> I-
3: so like between like you really want to get into like videography, like was an easy transition to also be like, I'm going to do photography as well. Or is that more of like... Learn as you go.
1: So that's actually a funny, weird thing. Um, Videographers that got into photography first are usually very talented photographers. But videographers that got into videography first have trouble taking a simple picture because their brain thinks in, okay, I'm gonna start here and I'm gonna move over there. So when they're trying to frame like a picture and like, he's gonna kill me, but, but my, my boyfriend works with me as a videographer. He got into videography first. He's like, I can never frame it right. Like I can never get all of the things that I want. Um, so that's why like when we go on a gig together, I take the photos and he takes the videos.
0: Uh, men are stupid we're so stupid no i wouldn't say that i
1: I know some wonderful male photographers that do some crazy good uh work and i actually like subcontract a couple people i went to college with because of that um whenever i can't make a wedding i go hey mike hey trent can you cover this for me and uh i i like to to keep like for lack of a better word the money
0: going to the people that i care about right that's very noble and loyal of you you said that you took your old stuff down why
1: uh, no one needs to watch me trying like the Harry Potter Birdie Bots like every flavor bean from 2010 <laughs> <You> <laughs> like mean, you no gotta one needs to start somewhere I mean, you know, it's kind of like a nice, I still have my, Oh, slime. there. no, it's not that it's gone. I promise you, like I have it unlisted. I still have it, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, me as like someone that owns my own business, like I, needs to have someone look up, you know, Celia Werner and find these odd <laughs> random videos popping up being like, oh, do I really want to pay this person <laughs> to like come and like help my business?
0: That's how I am. I still have songs from 2003 that I have on the internet, and they will never know where they are. They're out there, but they will never know where they are. You're going to have a super fan find it one day. Just watch. There are people... Who do know but uh, they're they, they they will not divulge the information my space
3: so exists.
0: brian you will not divulge <laughs> the information
2: I uh, what automatic is all right I'm so, so celia with yeah, w-
3: with like ahead. weddings and stuff like when you're like sub subbing it out to like other like people is that like more of like how do you like sell that out to people because people are probably, like buying it on you because they like trust you like they love your personality and stuff what's it like when like you're like oh nah, send somebody else out there because i'm too busy
1: So that's an interesting question. And that's something I wrestle with a lot. But one of the things that um, one of the ways that I get a lot of the work that I get, especially in terms of like the weddings and things like that is I work with a couple of different companies, um, like DJ entertainment companies. Mm -hmm. So if the DJ entertainment company says, Hey, we have a wedding on, I don't know, what's today, we're going to pretend it's today, Uh, October fifteenth. Right. October 15th is the wedding uh, if I am booked here to talk to you wonderful gentlemen uh, I can't be at that wedding so what they do is they don't say who who is going to be the photographer at that wedding but they do say that I am the head of the head of the department so um, I am the head of the photo video department for enjoyable entertainment so they'll talk to me and I'll get the, de- the details and I'll be like all right you're going to be working with Mike and, and then they'll be working with Mike so that works that way but if it's through my company and I'm already booked that day I will just be flat out I'll be like hey I know that you want to work with us and I will give you I will, I will have one of my team members come and cover this and it's going to be the same quality as if you're working with me because obviously I don't want someone to with like my company and my As name, is your brand. Yeah, do some- exactly. Do something that's not going to be in line with that. So the people that I work with, I trust to do whatever the job is, um, or else I like, unfortunately, will turn the job away.
2: Jesus. Has, uh, has there that's, ever been yeah, an issue? Fun. Has there ever been an issue where you don't have to say names, but the person didn't show up or did a horrible job or did something and you had to answer that? No.
0: Not yet. She's waiting on the days. Yeah. How'd you pick your, like um, your group? How, How did that happen? Like, how do you, how do you hire the people?
1: So I have um, a few people that I work with uh, in just different capacities, like whether they do just photo, just video, if they're an audio person, whatever it may be. So um, what the, the fact that my boyfriend works in the industry, that's a given like he's he's working with me and like, we'll go and do shoots where we're both there, which actually makes it a lot more easy uh, for both of us because we know how each other works. And also, you know, he can drive and I can do anything else in the car um so i'll just sit there and do emails or something on the way but um the other people um like i mentioned i went to college with a bunch of them and Hofstra is notorious for turning out really good uh production people so if, if, I, if I ever see that one of my friends from college are, like, doing freelance for some reason, I'm just like, hey, like, are, are, are you busy for this date? Oh, like, if, if anything comes in, are you interested? Like, what gear do you have? Because obviously that's a whole other side of things that are really important because there was one time where I reached out to someone and I was like, hey, can you cover this thing? Like, it's just, it's really easy. You need, like, a camera on sticks and then, like, a lav mic or something. And they're like, oh, I don't have like any microphones. I usually rent them every single time that I do a shoot and I'm like, (laughs) a microphone, like a mic microphone. Um, (laughs) So it's just kind of getting to know what the capabilities of each person is and then bringing in whoever's right for the job and just, you know, meeting people through doing work.
0: I will say you don't take no shit. You got you got fire in you. Like seriously. <laughs> like honestly. Like there was a there's a video. There's a video on her website. I watched it and you started off by throwing shade at people, right? You said nowadays like, photo one? Yeah, no. You say nowadays. He goes nowadays. Everyone thinks they're a photographer because you know they use an iPhone, and it was just like, wow. Like, and then you're like, I'm one of those people. <laughs> wow, you are. I mean, a- I'm one of those people too. I have the fancy one with three lenses. <laughs> but you just I got food, up, but it's whatever. But like, I liked it because there, there's so many people who, you're probably your stuff is probably so. Like, you know, you take it to heart and you have a lot of passion. So when you got some nitwit who like posts some photo of their cantaloupe and like puts it on Instagram or, like I'm a photographer, you're probably like, shut up. You know? So I I, en- I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was great. Everything so like,
4: is I- art, Scott. What? Everything is art.
0: <laughs> shut up, Brian. No, everything's not art. But like how do you how how do you how do you judge the equipment you use, you know? So like equipment is one of the things that
1: people always are, I want to say fixated on because everyone's just like, oh, I could just take this on my iPhone. And I, I know that's kind of the gist of the video that I said, but do you know how to frame things? Do you know how to light something? Do you know how to correctly use like a flash? Do you know how to do all of these different things that go along with the equipment? Um, so that's the number one thing that I like to bring up. Like, do you know the fundamentals of how to make something not look bad?
0: It'd be great if like someone you just crush someone's dream like <laughs> it's like someone's <laughs> taking a photo of their food and you walk oh. up to them. Excuse me, you're not framing that correctly. Do you know the rule of thirds? <laughs> Do it. Do it. I right. mean, like the the,
1: <laughs> the glasses that come down like the meme. Just like hey, like you're yeah, doing yeah stuff. the gangster. But um, ones, <laughs> in, in terms of like in terms of like actual gear like there's different tiers of gear, there's different kinds of cameras, there's different things for different jobs. So like, for instance, like I'm not gonna use the same camera in a low light room that I would use running around outside. So like gear, gear. I would say, it, and, and I have plenty of it, this, there's some over here, there's some over there, like I have it, this entire room is full. Um, but I, it's more about understanding how to use a camera and understanding what's going to be the best for this picture i can tell by looking not to point you guys out but each of your you guys are each doing something different with your laptop camera and i'm doing something different too um but that just all goes to like the understanding and what you can do with these different things because and you've checked out my instagram a lot of that stuff was shot on iphone
3: really there's like an yeah. entire movie shot on an iPhone too. Like that's like Scott like basically asked my question too. Is like everybody thinks that they, they can just do this. Like how how much is it what you're actually using versus like the actual like hardware of like stuff with like filters and all of that like in the back
0: end.
1: For for what I'm doing, I'm using all the stuff that I'm using for uh, the the maximum of what I can do with it. Um, I have DSLRs, I have camcorders, I have cinema cameras, I have drones, so I have action cameras like GoPros. Everything does a different job. So if one of you guys are like, I wanna do a really good football video. I don't know, I'm just picking football.
3: We do this a thing- turkey bowl every year, so if you wanna record oh, that, well you be more than welcome. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll be there. Um, but my, my point is like, there, it's gonna be an extremely different look if I'm using a GoPro and or putting it on a stabilizer or flying over you guys with a drone. You, you got to figure out what the intention for the video is or the photo, whatever it may be, and you need to think, all right, how do I best attack this? And that's the reason why what I shoot looks different than someone doing it on a phone, because the phone, and maybe not this one, just because it has a wide lens and um, a telephoto lens, but a phone is going to look the same no matter what what you're doing with it in terms of the sensor of the phone and the quality that the max output that it can do because if you're doing it in the middle of a sunny day it'll look good because it's not trying to compensate for something but if you can see what my webcam is doing right now you see all these like little speckles and particles Mm. that's because it's trying it's best to do it on auto and that's what the phones do unless you have like some sort of manual app
0: you said that you recognize what each of us are doing here I realize that the money is in my personality, not this. So I try to do as much as I can to lighten it up and stuff. So you would, you would, you'd get the best
3: lighting right now out of all of us.
1: (laughs) I I think we know who has the best lighting out of all of us right now. I'm not talking about me. No, I'm kidding.
0: No, um... Mm -hmm. No, go on, go on
1: no i'm just rambling about camera settings i love it
0: yeah no and i want to ask is that the same with anything like uh when we record a song or something does it now like obviously there's five thousand dollar mics but then there's stuff we recorded 15 years ago and brian could agree That we did on like what hundred dollar mics that almost sounded as good. So when you said it's just not really the price, it's how you know what you're doing. Does that go with everything? Like whether it's a microphone, whether it's it's a video. I could so you you're you're that good to think like um, as someone in your as your caliber, you could buy a hundred dollar camera and I could buy like a five hundred dollar. But you know what you're doing. You know what I mean.
1: There's actually... um I, I have a lot of things to say about that, that whole question. All right, let's go. Because um, I can also talk audio. I'm literally looking. I have a, a, a Yamaha MG12 mixer in front of me, um, and I have a bunch of Sennheiser mics over there. But um, basically, like, it, there's been a lot of videos doing comparisons of, like, hey, like, I have this $5,000 uh, camera that I gave my friend, and I took their, like, $200 DSLR, and we did a, you know, a, a, a comparison shoot. And usually, like things are pretty, it, it's it like impressive, I would say, with the cheaper camera, because you understand like, hey, you should stand over here to get good lighting and you should compose it this way so that you make sure that you're getting all of the things that you need in your shot. Um, so I I would argue to say, unless something has like a really low pixel count or something like that, that is physically giving you like something like these specs, in my picture right now, Um, like you are able to get a good picture out of most things. Um, That's why I actually did a video about lighting for Zoom calls um, at the beginning of the pandemic. And it's got like, I I think it has like 50,000 views on it right now, Um, because like theoretically, if you use the auto settings on like a laptop, which like you have, I have no control over this. You have no control over yours either, unless you have an external camera. If you know how to manipulate that camera that is working on auto, you can make it look great. If you see someone doing a laptop video in the middle of the day and like they're sitting towards a window, you you could easily mistake that for like a better camera because it's, you're manipulating it to do what you need it to do. So that's, I I would say with any piece of technology, like photo, video, audio, sometimes audio, there's like some really bad microphones, like that are just bad microphones. I, um, I did a test for one. It was just, it was bad.
0: Go ahead. Say the name. Oh,
1: I don't even know what the name was. Like, it was like, uh, some Chinese brand that was like, Hey, try out our microphone. And I was like, sure. I'll try out your microphone. Um, thankfully, like they didn't, I was like, I can't give a review for this. And they were just like, (laughs) then don't give a review for this. And I was like, I, I won't, um, it was like half plastic, but um, like things like that, like, you know, you're not going to get a good sound out of no matter what, but some people just need that for sitting on a Zoom call, right. and um, it, that goes back to me saying that every piece of equipment has a different job.
0: I hate to t- break it to you. You said your one video got 50,000 views. You'll get about 49,940 less views with this because our show does not have that type of traffic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most of my stuff doesn't have that kind of traffic either, but that video alone got well, me back one. to monetizing my YouTube channel. Nice. Good for so. you.
0: I'm happy for you. Uh, Thank
4: Brian, you. I'll pass- I have- yeah, you know what? That's funny that you said the thing about uh, monetizing YouTube. I heard that there was like – Uh, I don't know, I watched the video on there explaining like the numbers, like the amount of money you get paid versus the views. And it was like, not like, people think you get like, you can get like crazy rich from that. And that is that.
1: (laughs) No, the way that people make money online doing those things like that is making deals with brands. So if you see someone, especially, I'm going to talk audio because we're, we are we know audio. Sure, so if you're doing something with Sennheiser and Sennheiser is like, I will send you a microphone to do a video about, I want you to talk about it and show how it's used. That's not the case for the one that I did about the Sennheiser microphone. <laughs> but if they say like, hey, like your videos typically have this much traffic on it, we'll give you $2,000. That's how they're making the money.
0: Yeah, it's a pay to play. It's a pay to play. I mean, that, it's the same with like, it's the same with artists getting played on the radio man that we've talked to a lot of rappers about if you're backed by a label with millions of dollars and they're pushing hot 97 they're playing those artists it's a yep. pay-to-play business that it, it kind of sucks but that's happy it's lucky that like the internet's around for the independent um, labels or production companies i, I want to know though when did you decide to start your own like like company actually like what when, when did you like invest in it and go for it like what age were you and 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 you decided to just say fuck it let me do it
1: so that's actually a funny answer i because there's two two different milestones with that the first milestone is i was doing a lot of weddings and my dad asked the family lawyer hey like you know should she set something up like would that be a good idea like because she's getting just like paid cash for all of this and he came back like I don't remember how much later, but he was like, yeah, I incorporated Celia Warner Productions. And my dad was like, oh, okay. Um, So that was in 2013. Um, I was 19 at the time. And then in 2017, mind you, in all of the time in between, I was still doing freelance gigs, doing parties, doing small gigs for different places, kindergarten, graduation, whatever it may be. Um, And then... I was working for the TV show, like I mentioned, and um, like when you're working on a TV show, like specifically a TV show, not for like a network position, you are kind of like a permalancer. So you're there for three months or however long production is. Sometimes it's as short as two weeks and then you move on to the next show, which is why networking is so important, especially in the TV and film industry. Um, So they said, hey, we'll pay you till the end of the week. And then I'm sitting there weighing my options because am I just going to apply around until I hopefully get a job somewhere or am I going to go off and do this by myself? Um, Entry level in television is probably similar to entry level in like, I guess, the music industry as well. You're getting paid minimum wage. And at least in, in the TV industry, you're working 12s. So I was making after all of my expenses, not not rent because I like was lucky at that time and I was like getting helped out by my parents for that year. But um, I was making three hundred dollars a week in profit before counting feeding myself and before anything else because I had to take the train to Manhattan to go to this job. So they would give you five fifty a week before taxes. And then the monthly was three hundred and something dollars, and then the subway was another X amount. So I was like, "Am I going to do this? Am I going to commit to just going into Manhattan and doing this every day, and like doing my uh, eight to ten hours plus three hours round trip commute, or am I going to try and find customers that are going to work with me?" Um, so I I met a couple of companies that decided, hey, like, we can use you as a subcontractor, and I just started running with it, and being able to share what I'm doing, like, posting about it on Instagram and showing the different kinds of sets, it just started turning into the business that I have today.
0: I have to say, you're, you you join a long list of people we've had on, whether it's magicians, DJs, rappers, actors, You guys just work your ass off to get where you are. And, like, I say this all the time, like, off the air, like, you don't realize how much – people think people just fall into shit, but, like, you guys work so fucking hard to get where you are. Like, that, even whether it's a, a, a musician you don't like, that musician was playing for 20 straight weeks on open mics. Like you said, you were making 300 a week. You There were so many times where you could have just said, I am not doing this shit and you just stuck with it. So it really is, I find it extremely motivating. People mm. like you, you motivate me personally. Like, I, I think it's amazing. Like, and, and I really, I, I admire it, I really do.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad I could be inspiring and yeah. thank you for the kind words. No and problem. like to what you were saying, like, That's kind of what I was saying, like with freelancers, like you have to have a mindset because, and I guess, and you guys probably can attest to this too, like, especially with musicians, it's the ones that put in the time and the effort instead Mm of like, for instance, like people I graduated with are totally working in other fields because they didn't want to put in the, Hey, let me make content so I can show people my skills or, Hey, like, let me go to these networking meetings and try and find someone that needs a video editor or or whatever it may be like you you gotta put in the, the sometimes you have to be creative about it but you got to put in the work
0: it goes into what organic said he founded uh, one yeah. of the main battle leagues and he said he said uh, if you're not willing to invest in yourself you already lost that quote stuck with me it still does to this day it's yeah, a but, good quote
4: but the thing is too it's it's more than just money it's time yeah. like are you willing to invest that time because I mean, there's no guarantee that anything's gonna work out, or when it's gonna work out. But the universe rewards those that take risks. So taking that leap that brings you—you st- you can't fail when you do that, because you're betting on yourself in that moment. Still could
3: six percent chance, buddy boy.
2: What?
3: It's a six six percent chance of failure with any business that you open up with. Jesus.
2: Dan?
3: The- <laughs> it's, it's a true
1: fact. No, it is a true fact. <laughs> Especially this year.
4: Yeah. <laughs> we we're talking
3: about all this motivating stuff, and Dan's like, 60%. Stay level. Stay level. No, keep, your heads, I, keep your head in the clouds. Keep your feet on the ground.
1: You know, I agree with you, though. Like there, There's a lot of businesses that go under, but that's because you have to be ready to adapt and you have to be ready to, to make changes. Like For instance, this year, this year, this year has been a ride. Like when I started working, I was doing high volume of cheap shoots. So if I was making 250 bucks a shoot, then I was doing three of them in a day for, for like Yelp or Groupon or something. It's a pretty good amount for a day. So I was doing that and I was working like 18 hour days sometimes because I had to shoot them. I had to edit them and I had to turn them around quick. But now I would say even, especially this year, I'm booking less jobs for a larger price mark. I made a change and one of the changes was to do a lot more live stream and to do bigger scale projects. And, you know, I adapted and I changed what I was doing. I changed who I was marketing to. Mm -hmm. I'm still here. I'm not one of the 60%. Some people, they're like, I do this thing and I only do this thing. And that's that's someone that's going to be like, I only do... Let's see. Then what's something that I only do food photography for restaurants. Mm. If you only do food photography for restaurants during COVID-19, I'm sorry, but there's a lot <laughs> of restaurants that aren't going to pay you to do food photography. So yeah. it's it's all about adapting and making yourself uh useful to people. <laughs> what's
3: so, like what's, so what's one of like Dan, the more like Dan, interesting Dan, ones? Dan, no
0: matter how hard you root for her to fail, she's not uh, No, no, I'm
3: not I'm not. Like <laughs> it's
0: uh, it's a general fact. But, <laughs>
3: so so like what's like one of the more like interesting things that like you've like found like that you are photographing or videographing or anything or live streaming now that you weren't before
1: you mean in terms of like the content or like so previously previously prior one of them prior uh prior to this year um I was doing a lot of just like, you know, uh, website landing page type videos and uh, small streams for like, no, they weren't small, but they were like for conventions. So I would go to the convention and I would be like, okay, let's see who's speaking today. And then we would broadcast out what they were speaking to for like a 10 hour day or something, whatever the length of the convention is. Um, now, a lot of what I've been involved with is actually music based um, because it's uh like people wanting to put out uh, performances of bands and things like that. But I'm also doing those conventions and and virtual graduations and things like that that were in person previously as a digital and virtual event. Um, In addition to that, a lot of the video work that I'm doing right now is taking video of people to send to virtual events. So like, hey, like I am a representative from this company and I need to do some sort of video to send for a a convention I cannot attend. So I've been doing a lot of that lately as well. Um, What else have I been doing? I don't know. I I did something for a commercial real estate agent this week. I did uh, a a late night style TV show this week. I I do a little of everything. So, I mean, I like the variety personally. Um, Some people may not like the variety um, because you have to wear many hats, but... Mm. I don't know i have fun with it hopefully that answered your question
2: (laughs) i work for a a global event planning company and once march hit we just saw everything in our pipeline for the year just go to zero i mean we were supposed to have a record year and immediately overnight it was done did you have that feeling as well when did everything cancel and you you know were up at night thinking am i going to lose my business
1: I had a fun one. I have a fun story for you. So when COVID started...
0: Exclusive! Exclusive! Here we go!
1: So uh, I was at a convention when people started being like, maybe I shouldn't travel. And then that was a convention in Arizona and it was a, a, a medical convention. So we were like, are these doctors like overreacting? Oh, this can't be a big deal. The week after that, I was on my way to Florida for a travel convention. And I am literally, I shit you not, standing in Epcot as all of the articles were coming out, New York's closing, this and that, like, oh, this is worse than we thought it was going to be. Oh, COVID-19, like, and all the memes, all, every single meme, uh, they were all coming out. And I'm sitting there in Epcot, like, holding, like, my fruit sushi that they have (laughs) in Japan, just like... Am I going to be able to get home? They're talking about closing New York.
2: Yeah, should I avoid China?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But then I went and I got like food from the China Pavilion. And I was like, thank you. Um, (laughs) And then I'm sitting at this travel conference because it's literally travel agents from across the country who are at this conference so that they can learn how to better service these people that are going to be traveling on cruise lines and to different places and this and that. And I'm sitting there just like, am I going to get hit worse? Am I going to get COVID because these people are all around the country in this one big room at the, um, the Disney yacht club. We're going to see how this goes. And then I got home and I, we started getting the calls. So I was supposed to do like a week at a psychotherapy conference in DC I was supposed to do the the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con. I was supposed to do all of these things that I do every year. And like, I was like projected to have like this great year. Like I was gonna pay off all the gear that I bought. Like I, I bought more gear this year than I bought last year because I needed to get the live stream stuff, side gotcha. note. But yeah. the thing is, we didn't know what was gonna happen. We didn't know. What was, like what, I, I luckily like I was able to get financial support um, from the government, but um, the, the thing is like what happens when the world shuts down and you do video? Thankfully, I have um, like press credentials and also uh, like live stream is technically like a at least in New York State it was like an essential thing because it's getting news out to people. Um, maybe not doing things with music. Uh, I don't think that would count as an essential thing. But um working with uh, a local company that needs to get medical information out or something like that would be something that's important. So I was like all right I'm gonna double down on the the, the broadcast equipment I'm gonna buy two camcorders this year. I was like what is wrong with me <laughs> um, And then I, I started doing like things like the virtual graduations I started doing things like uh, schools doing board meetings and like broadcasting it out to the the, the parents I started doing these things these things that don't seem like they're a huge deal, but they're actually very complicated to do. Um, like for for instance, uh, we did something for a private school that needed to do a virtual ceremony that they usually do in person with all the people that donate money to their school to make them feel safe about donating money to their school. So we had to go, we had to socially distance four people. We had to have microphones for every single person. We had to have cameras on every single person. We had to have it lit. We had to have four microphones come into the computer and not drop frames and match the mouse. So, like, there's all these different steps
2: mm-hmm.
1: that people are like, oh, but we can set up a laptop, right? And I'm like, but, like, you've done Zoom meetings. You see people freeze. You see things drop out. Like, you like, you, I disappeared for, like,
0: two seconds earlier. Um, Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest, Celia. Like, how much do you just want to slap people when they say shit like that? I wouldn't say slap people, but
1: it's very demeaning in terms of, like, how they talk to you. Right. Um, because I had a client um, who – I don't know if they're going to be a client. We'll see. I hope that they're going to be a client. But on the phone was just like, so how do I get a discount? And I was like,
3: Ooh. "That's how." So I'm an event coordinator, and that's basically what we're trained to do is be like, one thing goes wrong, discount right away. No, like. I'm, not, I'm
1: not even saying goes wrong. This is someone that promised their – their attendees a virtual hybrid event and they want me to do the live stream and they planned the whole event and made it something that they need to do live pre-recorded and through zoom integration so people logging in like this and having a debate and they need multiple cameras multiple microphones and someone to coordinate and make sure none of that goes wrong mm. and they didn't even have the the updated quote and he, he said how do i get a discount and everyone on the call laughed except for me. I was like, "I don't think you realize like what you guys are asking for. Like, I don't think you understand how complicated of a process it is to make that look like a like Academy Award ceremony." Like,
3: you counter that, Dan? No, know, no, no. It's, it, well, she's doing the right thing by setting the expectations. Like, yeah, that's what you have yeah, to do right away. job is to get a discount. How would you counter
2: it? <laughs> Dan's watching, waiting for the free <laughs> discount.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, like i'm curious to like the the event planning side of it because like if i came to you and said this is going to be a couple thousand dollars let alone like it's a it's a i don't know a 10 hour like program and and i say it's a couple thousand dollars like realistically like especially if it's a fundraising event like is that something that an event planner is going to be like all right well I'm accepting this price, or I'm I'm pushing this down as much as uh, I can. Always
3: looking for lower, like that's thing. Like we're even always, if it's
1: a, even if the production always. suffers for
3: it, come down, damn. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Like them down to it it's, it's similar to like how you're saying with like equipment and stuff. Is like
1: yeah,
3: yes. Thanks. But if I get the right people with shittier equipment that will charge me x amount, then okay, I'll. All it's, right. it's about, I would love, I would love right Delia, now to do like I a am, mock call
4: between the two of them. Delia, <laughs> Delia, <laughs> scenario. I
0: am more than willing to kick Dan out of this call. <laughs> no, he can stay, but I do want to make <laughs> one point. I,
1: on multiple occasions, and also the guy that runs the company that, uh, like one of the companies that I subcontract for, have gotten phone calls from the event saying, hey, these guys fucked up. So I don't know if you guys curse on here. But that was amazing. That's up. Up. see,
0: yeah, you we really know we some right. <laughs> you've, you've been so like so so calm and collected. We know we've done something right when you start cursing because now no. now that New York is coming out. Yeah, I get it. it. Well, oh, I, I, was...
1: I just I want to like in, embrace the intensity of how much these people who live stream you know like they live stream uh mess it up and they're like okay, for some reason, there's lines across the screen. We don't know why there's lines across the screen. Or why is it skipping? Or why does the the audio not match? And I'm like, he didn't. It's the end user
3: a lot of the times, too. Like, that's, like, the biggest factor. It's, like, there's thousands Uh of people logging in. Uh It's not
1: even, it's not that (laughs) hard. Maybe if they're doing it on Zoom, but I'm talking about, like, you're broadcasting this to YouTube for whatever purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll call me and they'll be like, these guys are doing this. I don't understand why. I'm like, you didn't you don't want to go with me. You you can either pay me for the information as to why they're messing this up right now, or like you guys chose them. And a lot of times the clients come back to me after for the next one, because like, I don't have those problems. Like, Hey, there's a delay between the audio from what we're seeing, like the person's mouth and what we're hearing, like, what's the problem? I know how to go in and fix that. Someone that has sling video or sling TV, whatever it's called, um, or has, you know, like a phone on a tripod doing this, like can't fix that because they're not a broadcast engineer. That's the difference.
0: When they call you, Celia, do you pick up and go? Well, well, well. (laughs) I should. (laughs) That would. That's what I would do. I would so do that. I'd be Mr. Burns in that shit all the time. But that's a cutthroat business. What you just said. So, like, I don't blame you. And that's what I want to ask. You got all these companies that like people go to for weddings and sweet sixteens, and it's almost like, you know, you go to a wedding, these guys have business cards trying to push their shit, and. That That is not easy. What, what do you think differentiates you or how do you plan on getting your name out there differently? So like the, the weddings and stuff isn't my main concentration.
1: If it comes up, I will do it. I've done some wonderful weddings even this year, um, but I concentrate on businesses. And the difference between me and other people is I have taken the time to figure out how to use video as a piece Um, to solve problems in people's businesses. So if your problem is getting people in the door, that's a whole different problem than like needing to do some sort of client education or needing to do something like uh, an internal uh, like live stream where everyone in your offices around the country, around the world need to hear this information at that one time. All these things are different and all these things have different approaches. I know how to do all of those different things to be like, all right, You're a doctor's office that no one knows is open in Brooklyn. This is how, these are the things that people in Brooklyn are worried about. So we're going to make sure that's in the video that's going into your ad. Mm. So that's one of the ways that I do that. And then also I like the way that I do my advertising, it's still mostly word of mouth. It's like my Instagram and Facebook page of like technically my personal blog, because I do it just to share what I'm doing. Like, if I was doing actual advertising, I would have to sit, sit down and, like, plan a campaign. Um, like, I, it, most of what I do is word of mouth. Um, so, it's just getting recognized and referred by the correct people to these different entities. Right.
2: Hmm. All right. That's, that's, um, that's I have fun, a few right? friends who uh, are photographers and they travel for weddings. People have sent one of my friends to, I think it was Costa Rica and whatnot. Where's the coolest place you've traveled for work?
1: That's a good question. Um, I'm just going to rattle off a few places that I've been. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Get um, Give me
1: five. I've, five. Um, I've been to uh, Dallas. I've been to Phoenix. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to uh, D.C. I've been to Baltimore. I've been to Boston. uh I've been to many a place, that's six. Um, I've been to going. many different parts of uh, like, obviously like New York, um, I've done Long Island, I've done the boroughs, I've done Manhattan, I've done Jersey city. I've done that's many awesome. places in New Jersey. I've done, I've traveled around. Like it, it's one of those things where, and I, I always make this joke because people are like, where's your office? I'm like, my office is in my house because I had yeah. to travel to where the pictures or the video oh, yeah. is. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and, like, people, like, it's funny, because when people try and get a hold of me, like, especially for, like, planning a shoot or something, they'll try and call me, and I'm like, I'm in the middle of a shoot right now, I'll, I'll get back to you later today, uh, or, like, or, or tomorrow, I'm in the middle of an eight-hour shoot. And, like, they don't comprehend that, like, that shoot's not happening at my office, because yeah. people are used to, like... Um, there was a loud noise that people are used to like discount discount <laughs> but uh but yeah they're used to being at their job they're used to being in their normal life and they're not used to having to do things like figure out the new york subway system to go to a shoot so yeah. like i it's it's a it's an interesting take on work if, if that makes sense
2: Yeah. Is it more pressure when they do fly you out? Just like, I feel like if it was somewhere in New York, Long Island, you're like, all right, I'm going to go there they live out here. But if somebody flew me out across the country and said, do a good job, I'd be like, oh crap, if I mess this up.
1: Oh Um, no, it's so much more fun.
2: Oh wow. I have so much more
1: fun. Yeah, Because usually, usually... For those type of things i'm being flown out i'm being put up in a hotel room the the people that are doing those aren't the penny pusher people that are like pressuring you to do a good job on a low budget those are the people that are like i'm, I'm i have a convention that i'm running i need you to take care of this i trust you and you're going to take care of this whole aspect of the live stream that i don't have to worry about because i know you guys know what you're doing because would you hire someone for a convention that is in the middle of a different state that doesn't know what they're doing?
2: No. That's
1: fair. Um, fair. so like all of those conventions, they're like, yeah, like if you don't want to eat with all the people at the convention, you have like a, a, a food budget. If you guys want to go out to like a, a steakhouse, just don't exceed seventy dollars, seventy five dollars a person. I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna
0: go I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. go to the steakhouse. Celia, yeah. <laughs> right, no. as huge Applebee's half price apps fans here, we would not exceed that in three days. Oh my Perfect. God. We would still
2: go after 10 for half price. We'd get every, <laughs> half one half of everything for, everything
0: for you. Yeah. Did you. Did you, what's the, what's the one time you actually um, got nervous that like, maybe you didn't do a good job. Um, was there ever a time you were like, you know, when you, you, I don't know, make a, like if me and Brian record we're like, yeah, we didn't hit that. And then one of your friends, is like, this is the best song you've ever done. Or like, this is the best photo you've ever taken. Is there ever a time where you're like, ah, I just I'm not feeling this one? Or you're I don't flawless. Know, not, Everything-
1: I have, I have two different takes on that. The first one is like whenever I give someone a deal, and and like for instance, I did um I did a micro budget project. I I, I think I quoted them at like 375 bucks and was really hard on the start and end time, but they kept asking for more and more and more and more and more to be in hmm. this video. And I was like, you have 90 minutes 90 minutes whatever we get in that 90 minutes and you have three hours of editing like because it was like someone reading off of a script they were the biggest pain in my ass that i i i like i stopped doing anything on a micro budget because of this client they called me after the shoot saying we can't get it on the TV. And I'm like, I'm not your IT guy. Like, I don't know your system to like hit the button on the TV to like connect it to the HDMI wire. They're like, can you come in? And I was like, no, like, that's not my job. So like being pressured in a short amount of time to like right. physically get everything. That's where I get nervous. But on the flip side, proposal shoots Mm, okay yeah proposal shoots are the scariest thing that you can ever shoot because usually you're hiding
4: couldn't it be the (laughs) best though have you ever seen a no
1: (laughs) no i haven't seen a no but a lot of the proposal shoots are like really high stakes because half the time you need to be far enough away that the the girl doesn't see you Mm. Like if you've ever thought about that, like how far eyesight of someone with a big camera and a big lens like <laughs> this big, like to get that reaction,
4: <laughs>
2: that like burning, you're awesome. a burger. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the, it's the like, other, you know, I really yeah. have a good time with you, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs>
1: the the other thing, like <coughs> these are things that you don't think about when you're when you're planning it. Like I have to usually shoot at like the lowest possible f stop that I have, so I have this much focus uh like that I can I can mess that up real real easy real real like real tiny focus because a lot of I've done it at nighttime at an ice skating rink where they wanted to do it on the far side of the ice skating rink I've done it in a vineyard uh where they're they're way down like the the line and if I focus on the wrong thing in that vineyard because there is that line of grapes or whatever like their photo is completely and utterly just gone. Yeah, and Celia, I, I,
0: I, I have to ask, did you ever have you? You don't have to say a, a certain time. You could just say yes or no. Have you ever been asked to do something for one of these proposals? And then while you're doing it, turn to your boyfriend and say, never do this shit. This is fucking stupid. No, <laughs> no, I, Come
2: on. there has
0: not. But not there, one, was, not there one.
1: was one proposal that he was there and like i'm like in the middle of like a bush over like a railing at the (laughs) beach just like in there and he was just like i don't think i would do a beach proposal i was like you
0: don't do the beach proposal because right as stupid listen see look i went to the jewelry store with my wife before she was my wife and she pretty much Told the lady what she wanted. That's what a lot of people do. The lady wrote it on a card, and I kept it in my wallet for a year till I was ready to go back. Men need direction like that. So if you don't want something, let him know, cause we're stupid, and we will just do something dumb that you want, like that you weren't envisioning. Just drop hints, and he'll get it eventually.
4: It's the thought behind it, Scott. It's not the actual thing.
0: Oh Brian, it is the thing. It's all the thing. It's I, always
4: been the thing.
1: <laughs> I feel like it it tells a lot about a guy on how much prep, like what the plan is, like <laughs> what they want to do. Because I know for a fact that like my boyfriend, like he's gonna he's gonna do whatever his idea is. Mm-hmm. If I gave him an idea, I would I would call that out before anything happened right like i like i even told him i was like someone tells me to get my nails done, i'll know like i i will i will know instantly that something is happening because like i'm not that person that goes and gets their nails done every week like little things like that like someone will pick up on it like yeah so like i don't want
0: to know what he's doing do you want to know how i proposed i would would love to okay i put a card on my puppy tino okay and i said to my wife i said call call your dog so she called the dog and she opened the card and it said will you marry my daddy and i was behind her kneeling with the ring that's cute i I know i had a
2: camera in the living room adorable (laughs)
0: absolutely adorable no but I, i agree um Listen, this was – I'm out of questions. This was awesome. Uh, Brian, Eric, Dan, if you got any. They're like, no, yeah. she's destroying all of head. the things. She's trying to inspire
1: many people. We got to no, get rid yeah. of her.
0: Uh, Celia, where, where, where can we catch your stuff? Uh, plug your stuff here. Wow. So,
1: uh, if you guys want to follow the the place where you're going to find the most of my stuff, that's going to be Instagram at Celia underscore Werner. Uh, my business Instagram is at Celia Werner. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, luckily it's under Celia Werner again, so you can find me there. <laughs> and then on Facebook, you can also find me at Celia Werner Productions. So many, many places, uh, if you search my not- name on Google, you're pr- pretty much going to find me. So, uh.
0: There you go. That's all Wait, the places. We're not done yet. We have this thing we do at the end of each episode. It's called Gun to Your Head segment. It's kind of like a Would You Rather. But okay. since we do mainly hip-hop, we like to make it a little wordplay-ish. And it's not like Would You Rather Dr. Seuss or Roald Dahl. That's a weird example. Weird <laughs> example. literally anything <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's two questions each, and you got to pick an answer – to each of the questions. And at the end, you got to pick a winner of who had the best question. Okay. When we kind of keep score. It's an ongoing stupid boyfriend thing that we fucking hang over each other's heads because we're. Boyfriend. Dumb. Boyfriend. Yeah. Okay.
2: They're yeah, all boyfriends.
0: I will not go first this time. I will give the honor to Brian. Take it away.
4: <laughs> Mine are probably not good. Definitely not. <laughs> Just started off like that. Um,. What's What's better, killing two birds with one stone or having your cake and eating it too?
1: Ooh. I'm going to have to go with two birds and one stone. Murderer. <laughs> no, I just like being very efficient.
4: I would go with
0: cake. <laughs> Murderer. Where's that bird? <laughs> you come, Brad? All right,
4: all right. Um <laughs> Would you rather paint a wall with your face or your feet?
0: <laughs> I just I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She went with feet. I'll go next. I-, I made it a little like photography type thing. Oh, and okay. the Dan. Method. That's what right, I do. Too fucking bad. Yours were terrible Too bad last discount, time. Dan. Yeah, <laughs> <Should've laughs> discount. He discounted. was looking for a discount. Yeah. All right. If you could use one of these photography puns for the rest of your life, what would you pick? If someone said, hey, are you done? And you said, in a flash. Or, how are you doing? I'm staying focused. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you pick? Staying focused. Okay, they're both horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. They're up- both
1: pretty bad, but I feel like people would just like, every time I say in a flash, just be like.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. That's would exact. You? That was the perfect embodiment of how I felt listening to you read that. <laughs> the concept was great, but the the build the up execution, and the, the letdown of it of flash mm. and hey, uh, hey,
0: feet wall painters <laughs> over there. <laughs> hey, would you rather take the perfect picture or have people describe your work as picture perfect bars? Yikes! Uh, Just
2: uh, first yeah, <laughs> first words.
0: I
1: would say picture perfect because that'll turn into more jobs. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Dan, we'll go a discount Dan, you're up.
4: <laughs> Dan's only got you... one.
1: <laughs> Dan's name's actually you... Sarah today if you didn't if you if you noticed on Zoom.
4: Oh uh, yeah, I've seen it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's called Sarah Dolan Discount
2: Dan.
3: <laughs> All right. So, would you rather have a negative outlook on like or always have a focused vision? Focused vision. Yeah, that's easy. one. Okay. So would you rather only...
0: <laughs> I, I.
3: Okay. I
0: see this where you're at. I got you. I see one. where you're
3: going. I you okay.
2: I would say I want a negative
3: outlook at life.
1: <laughs> so, it's 2020. We already <laughs> have that.
3: Yeah. He's
2: got your back, then.
3: All right. So, would you press. rather so so would you rather only be able to use a 90s camcorder or have a guy named Cam follow you playing a recorder?
1: Ooh. <laughs> How so good funny. is he? So How good is Cam? <laughs> Do I get he's my playing the recorder?
3: Oh, <laughs> Anywhere you go. Damn. Anywhere you go. <laughs>
1: yes, a hundred percent. Because I'm gonna have my own soundtrack.
3: All you know, the time. if I'm dragging <laughs> in the
1: morning, like he's gonna play that tuba part, but on the recorder. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's amazing. This is Happy infuriating
2: because to he might get the win.
1: Eric
2: He's know. gonna win. No, minor minor garbage. Uh, are you you're from the East Coast. Are you familiar with Rockers University?
1: Yeah, I drive past it whenever I go down to Pennsylvania.
2: Thank God. Okay, would you rather eat a three-pound burger from Ruckers or go to a Ruckers party with Elmer Fudd?
1: Ooh. <laughs> I actually really have to think about that one.
2: It's a really good question. You should probably think Ooh. Uh Ooh.
1: Probably go to a party with Elmer Fudd.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a good answer. Um, this How about one? Rick Corder? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's no Rick Corder um would you rather not get paid after uh doing a wedding shoot like they stiff you or losing the wedding videos wedding pictures and videos
1: those are both horrible situations because uh there was one time where in the middle of a wedding i had to buy a a recovery program because uh the 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 computer we were dumping photos on uh totally wiped the card um Sorry. I would I, I would say probably I would rather I would rather get stiffed
2: yeah I would say the same I, that's very good all right Just, Celia fire but her we, everybody where you
0: pick a winner we do a Mad Libs thing now so your life consisting of these four your life is picture perfect you're, you're, you're getting followed around by a guy named Cam with a 90s recorder, and you're on your way to a Rutgers party with Elmer Fudd while you're killing two birds with one stone. There you go. That, that went. The that's Elmer a, Fudd thing, it went. That's a hell of a fucking day, if you ask me. But you have to pick a winner. What was your favorite question? Um,
1: I think Eric won because that last one got me. That last one was I really
3: the last think one. about. It was the last one.
2: The wedding videos a sore loser. Eric hasn't won in weeks. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> needed this. Thank you very much.
0: You're welcome. Who, who's in the lead just for curiosity right now? I'm going to say I'm up Brian. 30. I'm up 32 to 6 probably. There's no Brian's been
4: crushing it. it. There's no way I'm murdering everybody I yeah, have to. Brian,
0: Brian's Got winning Got
4: sheets so he's
2: winning.
0: But Celia, so, yeah, there's been a lot of controversy and I there's think no controversy. there's extreme controversy. Because <laughs> there's I think I'm winning. But, uh, you guys see, need to go through all of the episodes and literally go and tally it up. <laughs> yeah, I just edit them and make myself one though at the end of the day so it wouldn't work. So yeah, thanks a lot for coming on. This was awesome. Uh, it yeah. was a little Thank out you. of a yeah, I It was really to- cool. I know, like, we've had a bunch of rappers on and stuff, but, like, this was really cool. And it's like you said, don't gear into one lane. You know, spread your wings and, and go to lane. So this was informative as hell. I mean, I loved it. That's just me. I'm hoping you had a good time and it wasn't like your simple cheese bowl recording and, and the shit you mentioned before we started. So oh, I'm I had
1: going. a lot of fun. I, I, this was This was a fun one. And if you ever want me to come back for
2: some reason, just let me know. Well,